North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. Roofing, storm damage, and siding. Call the pros at North Base. A hands-on approach. Advice and consulting. Our attention to detail makes the difference. Visit online at NorthBaseConstruction.com. North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the North Face Construction Relegation Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Yeager, alongside Andrew Peterson and Luke Yeager. Hello, brothers. Hello, brothers. Oh, <laughs> that one was almost so delayed that it worked. Yes, that's what we were going for, Luke, right? <laughs> that was good. Exactly. It's it's definitely not this Iowa Wi-Fi that's causing a massive delay for me. <laughs> no, it cannot be that. No. Mm-mm. On today's Mm-mm. show, we have league news. Off-season speculation continued. We'll be wrapping up the last two teams in the league. And then we'll be getting into draft duel, draft troll, draft troll, because there's three of us, draft troll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's good. All right, we do have some league news. Um, T. Higgins has been franchise tagged by the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a bit surprising. I don't think anybody saw that coming. It sounds like... I I don't think it was off the table, but I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I thought they'd let him walk. Um, Well, I think it's... uh, I would still... I would be surprised if T. Higgins is on the Bengals under the franchise tag. Like, I think he... This is just to be able to leverage him in a trade. Hmm. Interesting. So you, really? st- you still think you think they, you think they trade him now? Yeah, it was, uh, there was some news that the GM like last off season, he said something along the lines of, you know, we're not trading T Higgins and this year. It was well, but we're better to with T Higgins, but we'll see what happens. Like, I think he left it open to, for him to be traded. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's I mean, I kind of hope to, Go ahead, Luke. Go for. Oh, I was gonna say that seems that seems pretty wild that they would franchise tag him, trade him. I don't know. That just I don't uh, surprises me. I I don't know why it does. It probably is a smart decision. Keep him on your team and get a little capital back. Yeah, and I don't know what is trade. I don't know what kind of uh, what they will get in any kind of trade if they do trade Higgins, what they'll receive, but. You know, I, I do think it's a smart move. So I think he ends up, if you had to call it, what, what team do you think he ends up on? Bengals. Oh, you still think Bengals? All right. Yeah, I'd probably guess Bengals yeah. too. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, this is the first time, this is the first time hearing of this news is, is from you. As trusted of a source as you are <laughs> and as brilliant of a GM as you are, I think I'm going to run Andrew the Peter Schefter. Percentage yes. these days. No, I, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I think I think he gets traded. The uh, the official report from love, CBS well, where do you Sports think he goes? says the Bengals officially placed the franchise tag on Higgins on Monday, as they'll have until mid July to work out a long term deal. Higgins will make twenty one point eight million dollars this season under the tag. Um. No, the That's Bengals GM an hour ago said uh, Bengals GM doesn't rule out Higgins trade after tag. It's hard for me to predict. Mm, interesting. Mm, that does sound like a trade. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see. 
last word on sports, which I don't know how reliable they are. Uh, several teams executives believe the Bengals could get a first round pick or, or an early second round pick if they were to consider trading T Higgins. Whoa. That seems like that's a lot. nuts. Okay. Peterson Schefter, Peterson Schefter, where do you think he goes? Um, I'm going to say a team like Miami, it's going to be lame, but like the Panther, would you say Miami Jack? <laughs> yeah. They got money to dish. That'd be epic. <laughs> <laughs> so much money. Uh, I don't know. I think it could be like a, t- a team like the Panthers or the Cardinals. Um, oh. I don't know. It would be, I still want to see him on the chiefs, but I think it's probably one of those three teams. I can see Cardinals for sure. I can mm. totally see Cardinals. I can't um, see Cardinals right now. How can you not see the Cardinals? No, I mean I can physically see him in the well, jersey. Well, because already. I I really think they draft. I think they draft Marvin Harrison, so I don't think they would spend the money on T Higgins. I think what they need to do is spend that money, defense or in the trenches or something like that. I I don't know. I just think they're going to have their one. So why are you going to pay your number two over twenty million? I honestly don't know if Harrison is going to make it to the Cardinals. Ooh, I, I just can't see it not going one, two, three quarterbacks. Cause if you don't want a quarterback in one of those top three, the draft capital that you can get to trade back just doesn't seem worth not doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, I could see though, like, let's just say, I mean, let's say it's bears commanders, uh, yeah. Well, Patriots are three. But I mean, the Patriots are the team that maybe could take Harrison and sign a veteran quarterback. Like, I'm not saying this will happen, but I could see the Patriots being like, all right, we're going to sign Kirk Cousins, draft Marvin Harrison, and then, you know, then the Cardinals have a very valuable, you know, pick that could be traded uh, mm-hmm. for a quarterback potentially. Yeah. Again, I don't think that's I could, likely, I but I think there's that. an outside chance that Harrison is not available at four. Hmm. That I, if if he's not, then yeah, I guess if I'm if I'm any of these teams, then I'm definitely waiting until after draft. I'm guessing T Higgins doesn't go before he does. I'm guessing he doesn't get traded before the draft. Do you think? Probably not. I don't know though. Maybe mid draft. I could see him being a mid draft trade if all of a sudden, like if something happens at three and the Bengals start to realize, oh. I mean, sorry, the Cardinals start to realize, oh, they they don't have that at three. Then maybe they start to look to trade their second or third round pick to get Higgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I kind of just want to see Higgins in another uniform, uh, mm-hmm. but I also wouldn't. I mean, it'd be cool to see him on the Bengals, too. Like, he's been a valuable fantasy asset. The Bengals are a fun team to watch. I just don't know how they pay Higgins, Chase, and Burrow you know, yeah. top dollar speaking, speaking of valuable fantasy assets, Jack, does this change your mind on what you're going to do with T Higgins? Hmm. Hmm. You know, as a franchise, hmm. we're, we're disappointed that he didn't land on a different team. Uh, we were really hoping for uh, a new start with Kansas city. Like I said, maybe even Miami, um, one of the top tier teams, maybe the Eagles would have been nice to see him on the Eagles. Um, unfortunately <laughs> it's not looking good right now to keep T Higgins. Uh, just because he's thirty bucks, he's expensive, and um, just with the value that he brings, he's a very uh, hot and cold player. So in the same system, I don't think his point totals probably change that much moving forward. My guess is, uh, 
I would say, speaking for the organization, we're probably moving away from T. Higgins. <laughs> but it's hard to predict. Fair. It's hard to predict. It's hard to right? predict. We don't have an answer right now. We're definitely waiting until after the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes I mean, sense. hey, if Cincinnati somehow pulls something out of the rear and, and grabs one of those top picks and grabs one of the phenomenal quarterbacks out of this draft... Out of we might out of we might the rear, the general rear, not even their own rear. Nope, actually, out of a, a different rear. team's rear. We're thinking Chicago, maybe Carolina. <laughs> Burrow really probably he still has something to prove as a franchise quarterback. I, you might want to consider reloading. I'm glad you're one of the first people that agrees with our organization in that he is nothing special. <laughs> Average hair, stupid cigars, yeah, low confidence, yeah, right, no, yeah. Well, but yeah, probably not moving in the same direction Speak- with T. Higgins now. Makes sense. Speaking of Burrow, does this make Burrow more valuable now to the Big Lake Lumberjacks? With he, So his keeper value would be $28. We said when we were going through everything, we said he wouldn't keep him because he. I think he has another quarterback option. He has um, love, Jordan Love. But does this change your guys' mind on whether... Jordan Love, yeah. yeah. Do you think this changes your mind of whether he should keep Burrow or not? No. Mm-hmm. I, I think that if you've got Love for relatively cheap, I, I, I mean, again, I love Burrow. I don't think he's worth $28. Uh, I don't think he'd be worth $28, you know, going back to last year, you know, when it was to Higgins and Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a possibility that I mean, again, he'll know more when he has to make this decision. But I don't think he, I don't think he should be kept for 28. Yeah, I would agree with that. Actually, I think Jordan Love yeah. has a lot of promise. I think he's going to be a stud next year, um, if everything continues the way that it looked at the end of the season. Um, I I think it's hard to make an argument for the fact that if T Higgins does leave, that the value of Joe Burrow goes up, unless they find a replacement, obviously. But you know, you're losing a, a, a pretty solid second option. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Yep. If he goes, if he goes to Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> they trade up for two top four picks. All right. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it helps him at all. And then just to round off uh, a lot of talk about Cincinnati, Tyler Boyd is not under contract and will likely land on a different team to start 2024. Does that affect Cincinnati at all? Does it affect any fantasy outcomes at all for our league? Um, I think it, it affects a little bit on if they keep T Higgins or not. I mean, if the, if Boyd's gone and whoever that Yoshi, whatever wide receiver or some other young wide receiver is the only other option, I think it really is only two options in Cincinnati, which makes Higgins more valuable this upcoming year than it would have been last year. Mm. I think it's, that like Burrow slight, is, it's very slight. I don't think it's not like Boyd was taking a ton of targets from Higgins though. No, that's true. Boyd, Boyd's, no, you're right. It probably doesn't affect anything. It's Boyd's big step ups were, uh, usually when one of the guys were injured or out, like Jamar chase was out. Tyler Boyd would step up. T Higgins was out. Tyler Boyd would step up. He was kind of the replacement option as the number I mean, two. He used to, I don't think he's that player anymore. No. Like last year, did he have more than, did he have a good game last year? I don't even remember. I feel like he had one or two, but I, I, I have no idea. I'm kind of running on a whim. I just remember him having like one good game or two good games or something like that. But no, he's not, he's not he very, had 67 receptions for 667 yards and two touchdowns. 
his only good, he had seven for 59 against the Steelers in week three. Mm. Uh, and Bad. he had, oh, he did have one good game. He went for 12 for 117 against the Texans. Mm. I don't know on what week that is. Um, but yeah, that's just not, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's not much value. Really worth considering. No. no. Yeah. No, I I think you're right. All right. Talking about value in our league, we will move into the offseason speculations continued. We have currently speculated upon and graded every team's assets in our league heading into 2024, except for two. Today, we will look at the North Sea Barnacles, which is a team up for grabs right now, and the Old York Yorkies. Woo! Before jumping into that, Andy, the two best teams for last. They are loved. Before jumping into that, Andy, what <laughs> were your right. thoughts on our grades for your team last episode? Well, I listened to the episode diligently um, <laughs> and uh, really. What? <laughs> liar! Your pants! Liar! They're on fire! I, uh, <laughs> I think, you know, based off of, you know, again, my, my, my notes I took on the episode, I think you guys did a very. I think you were very fair in your grade. Um, and I think you are correct in that it's, it's, it isn't that B minus, uh, it's, it's a B I think where it's, I think I made the best of a crappy draft and, you know, maximize what I could, but it's still not like, I don't really have a stud. Um, and I, I, my goal is just to, I don't even know what my goal is at this point. I, I think I'm in a better spot than I was like in week, like eight, hmm. but that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> so <laughs> what I do love is your setup for 2025. Yes. You have yeah, four I, first I, round picks yep. next year. And I think honest, I mean, the odds of all four of those picks being made by me are probably pretty low. Um, mm. But, you know, maybe I can use some as, as trade fodder or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I we'll see. I, I think it's, the draft is just going to be so tough because I don't have those additional auction dollars that teams that finish higher do have. Um, but who knows, find a couple of values, maybe start the season off better than I thought. And maybe I can leverage one or two of those picks to move into the top of the relegated league. It sounds, it sounds a I bit think strange. You're actually in a pretty good spot. Go for it, Luke. Sorry. Go for it, Jack. Oh, <laughs> go for it. You're good. All right. Um, I, AP, you said you don't have as much draft dollars as other teams. I don't think you're as far behind as you think when it comes to draft dollars. Like you are going to have, so you're going to have your RB2 in David Montgomery and your wide RB1. receiver two in Addison. In Ray Montgomery's Jack, your RB1? David Montgomery, RB1? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, but I do think David but Montgomery's a stud. He had to pause. Yeah, I did have to think yeah, about it. You, you, you hesitated. That time. I, I was yeah, actually he hesitated. I need to give you guys some insight. I've been watching The Chosen, so I'm trying to be more Christ-like in understanding and stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. That's very Thank kind you. of you. <laughs> You're welcome. And also with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I like oh, yeah. I like that one. Back okay, to your point, so Luke. You've got, yes, you've got your RB two, your wide receiver two, and a flyer in Roshan, as well as a high first round pick, and then you still have a hundred and fifty eight dollars left mm-hmm. to 
to spend on, I mean, to get a stud, probably another stud wide receiver and running back, or as you like to do one of the high, like maybe a top tight end. And yeah, I wonder what Gronkowski is going to go for this year. No, it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think you can afford him. So I think, I, I'll I, have know, to. I think you're actually in a better spot than you think going into the draft. Cause there's going to be a lot of teams that are keeping so many players where they'll, they'll be below a hundred dollars going into the veteran draft. Yeah. And it's, it's more like, I just am not going to be in a position. I'm going to have to probably be cautious in the draft, which as you, as both of you know, is not my, my strong suit. Uh, we tend to, uh, <laughs> what would they say? Uh, shoot, you know, shoot my water caution to the wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Your, I, your uh, way is much more polite. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what's that Tobias quote from rest of development? He's like, I prematurely shot my wad or, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, a great show. Um, but, uh, the, you're, I just won't the first be able ever to now therapist. <laughs> analyst therapist. I went off and blew myself all over. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, I'm in a good spot among the relegated teams. I'm just like, there's no studs on my team and it's going to be tough to get studs in the draft. Maybe that's why I'm a little pessimistic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, thanks for that encouragement. That's fair. That's I think you guys uh, say, no, no, you'll no, be no, fine. No, no. <laughs> no I think <laughs> what the thing, that, the point that I was going to make before uh, uh, Luke, Luke had kind of made his last point was uh, in a strange way. I'm very excited to see what it's going to be looking like next off season after we've had a full season after having the rookie draft. Cause I think we'll be able to allocate or try to, it's probably going to be a bit subjective, but try to allocate more value to a first round pick going into the, the following season after this one. Cause we'll see players pan well, out. It'll just be more. Yeah. It'll just be more. It'll just be easier to see what their value actually is or right. what, you know, we might be able to come up with, I think our guess was what 15 to 20 is what a first round pick is worth. We'll have a better, better idea if that's actually right. For sure. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I don't think we'll have a better, I I don't think we'll have a better idea until probably 2026. It's possible. Like I think this, because this upcoming draft is still like after this upcoming season, I think there could be bounce back if some like depending on what happens next year with these picks or what doesn't happen with them more likely then all of a sudden everybody's like oh they're completely devalued and it swings to the far end i think it's going to take a couple of years for things to kind of find their middle ground yeah. and and for mm-hmm. us to really understand their value yeah i would agree with that too or a freebie just like falls apart after not having a first round pick for you know the rest of our league's history like <laughs> it's probably a good indication right. that you're valuable so <laughs> true very true. <laughs> All right, let's get into some league assessments. Um, we're breaking down. We'll start with the North Sea Barnacles. Uh, Luke, do you want to do you want to give some some background information on the team and then go through the players? We can decide who we want to cut or keep. Yeah. So his keeper budget after making oh well, he gave away no dollars and received forty dollars in return. So. Still, his max keeper budget is only 180, but he it, with that $40 surplus plus the $5 bonus for finishing as a relegated team. Congratulations, Norsey Barnacles, you did it. They will have 
a total of $225 to spend in the veteran draft if they don't keep anybody. They also have three first-round picks and three second-round picks for the rookie draft. Yeah, whoever jumps into this team is going to have got a treasure trove. Yeah. Two of their first-round picks are in the top eight, and then one of them is number nine overall. Wow. So all three first-rounders are a top-nine pick. And Luke, uh, and that's great. So, oh, go ahead, Jack. I was just going to say before we begin the actual assessment of this team, we should run by some of the ideas that we had on last week's episode. Even though Andy saw it, and I'm sure he heard all of our ideas, I think we run. Yeah, no, yeah, but just for the people, that, just for the audience members, just for yeah, the audience no. who needs a refresher course, <laughs> refresh their memory. Let's go through mm-hmm. how we might be deciding on who gets which teams. Okay, so right now our plan was to just, well, we got, we have everybody in line for who's going to come in next year. We just don't know whose team they're going to take. So I think right now our best option is drawing, just drawing out of a hat, live on air, figuring out, um, unless we can think of a more creative way to assign these teams. Is that what you're talking about, Jack? Or are you talking about our concept with the draft pick going back? I, well, okay, so both of those. Do and you remember that? I, I think I might have blended. Yes. Uh, I, I think I'm actually blending an additional idea on, on the encouragement for people to activate social media accounts and that being an incentive to maybe gain dollar amounts for drafts. But I, I think I'm mixing two two things. Yes. So I kind of I kind of had an additional idea. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what, what if we? Yeah, I think that might. It, this, oh, you definitely are. This, yeah. This might be too much. But what if you took the three teams and made them do campaigns and whoever gained the most followers in the first, like, whatever, they get to choose their teams first or something like that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm combining two ideas. Ooh, I ca- you are. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's that's another You probably only have to get one follower. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah, true. And Connor 04 does not count. It, yep. Yeah. No, nope. Nope. I... I I don't hate that, uh, giving it to the team that can bring in the most popularity that will garner us the most, the most viewers that they should get their, their pick of teams that's, that they're going to use to carry I mean, this league to greatness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that sounds great boys. But what about just like a strongly worded essay that we read <laughs> privately amongst ourselves? I mean, just <laughs> throwing yes. it out there. Mm. This is good punctuation <laughs> error here, but it's good. Uh, and <laughs> Indubitably, to whom it may concern, indubitably. these are the reasons the Barnacles <laughs> should be my team. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, no, I, I actually don't, I don't like hate either of those or, options. Yeah. I actually don't think that yeah, one works My vote's with the S well. today, but... I, yeah. think, I think my vote would be with the hat, just because I think they're going to be so fresh to it that if you require social media um, like interactions right away, it might be a little bit much. But I do love the idea that during the season, if we let the league know, you know, whoever gains the most followers during the regular season for their profile, that they'll gain an additional X amount of money going into the veteran draft. I do like that. Yeah, idea. I, I like that. I idea don't know if I'm on board with the like auction dollars, be, but like incentivizing that in some way I'm, I'm on board with. Mm hmm. The funny thing yeah. is, though, I, yeah, think, I think it definitely incentivizes. I think fifteen dollars. Because like Kopka has a huge advantage. <laughs> yeah, true, but still, which is fine. Let it, let him use it. Let him use like, it. That's great. Good yep. for him. Yep. Yeah, true. I think, as funny as it sounds, I think I'd rather have fifteen dollars going towards my veteran draft than I would fifteen real dollars, like 
IRL. I think it's more enticing to me. Me too. You know, Jack is the name partner of Charles Schwab. I don't know if that's how you should be thinking about things, but I, uh, <laughs> it's undisclosed information. Sorry, what sorry, are you doing? <sighs> now I got to tell all the fans. An yeah, Three, two, that, oh, one. I'm going to be one, a broker. Two, that, Three. That, that, <laughs> that, that completely spoils Jack's NDA. Now the now the contract won't go through. Great. Now it's going to oh, be Schwab Jaeger instead oh, of Jaeger Schwab. Oh, I right. forgot. Charles Schwab is listening to these podcasts on the reg. Oh my gosh, they're going to take away my signing bonus. <laughs> they do. Oh. You have a signing bonus? <laughs> oh, it's and it's huge, but it's in auction dollars, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it's in auction dollars and Starburst. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the tropical kind exactly okay back back to the show yep. back to the show back to the show before we jump into the barnacles i also do want to get ap's thoughts on so we have three teams <coughs> that are changing owners two of two of them traded with each other a first round pick do you think that we should send the corn dogs first round pick back to the corn dogs so that whoever is starting with their team at least gets a first round pick. Uh, Does that make no. sense? I worded that really, really poorly. Yeah. Cause they, they it's basically like if you're with... trading, if you're trading amongst teams that are being replaced, like their owners are being replaced, then the picks that went back and forth between those teams go back to them. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. So yeah, yeah. So I think the corn dog traded with um, the Barnacles. North Barnacles. Yep. So the Barnacles have the Barnacles have three first rounders inside the, the top nine. Rather than giving them three first round picks, do we just let them have two first round picks and the whoever gets corn dog gets their first round pick back? Eh, I mean, I see why we do it, but I also am kind of like why why like that trade was made with those teams during the season like i don't know it just seems like we're trying to undo something that doesn't necessarily need to be undone i mean that that's fair it, but it it will make whoever gets what team it'll make that drawing matter more mm -hmm. it definitely puts one team at a major disadvantage coming into this league yeah, I guess if you're looking to maybe uh, equalize the teams that are being taken over, I get it. Um, but then you're also putting it's like less on the hat draw or, you know, it's a, a part of me kind of wants right. to be like, if you're taking over a team like you accept that team as it is, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when you step into the league. I get, um, I get that. And I don't I know why we. That's what my. Yeah, that's what my heart says. My heart says I want it to be super uneven and make it whoever gets corn dog it's like oh that sucks you you lost the lottery uh, yeah. but sorry my tough mind, luck. Yeah, my mind no. is like exactly my mind is like uh, it's more fair if we do it the other way luke we did i don't know i feel like the relegation league is in, inherently it's unfair so like why would we be trying to make that process fair true <laughs> yeah that is true luke we did get a uh, a confirmation on uh, a third team Joining the league. I, I knew that. You told me. Did that I tell I'm you that? I'm very, oh. very excited yeah. about to have that owner. Oh, you guys yeah, didn't you tell did. me. Thanks for that. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. If you, maybe if you were on the episode, that was in our pre-show <sighs> well, I was just going to say, episodes. I have been diligently and consistently 
on these episodes and this is how you guys repay me <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> i take notes yeah. all right i i AP, very prepared the relegation league's not fair the 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 rele- it's not fair deal with it okay <laughs> The, the, ergo, the podcast is also unfair. All right, get over it. <laughs> That's live. Exactly. All right, let's dive into Norse Farkles. All right, let's do it. Jack, you want to go through the players one by one, and and we'll all kind of say whether Wait, we keep or yeah. not. Before, can I just say something? You know, before we begin that. Yeah, of course. Andy. I don't know if this is ruining this. Yeah, but we, despite having a ton of auction dollars and a ton of picks. I can honestly say this is like the worst roster I may have ever seen <laughs> trying to pick a player from. Like there is no one. To there might be one player. Yeah. Tommy Cutlets. I don't know if you've gotten that far down the list yet, but no, I think 14 bucks, <laughs> maybe two, maybe. I don't, I don't even know about that though. I'm not seeing two. All right. Totally let's go through you, yeah. and let's, Let's only go through the ones who weren't free agent guys. Only the guys who were drafted last year, because none of oh, that limits our options keeping. quite a bit. It yeah. does limit our options a bit. Mm-hmm. We'll start off with the most important position in football: the quarterback, Bryce Young, was purchased at two dollars. Eh, maybe. <laughs> so many inside jokes. I love it. <laughs> Bryce Young was purchased for two dollars in last year's draft. He is valued at six dollars. And that was two dollars too many. Yeah. He's valued at $6 going into next draft. But is that a keep? I'm, a I'm on the off. fence, but I, I'm leaning no. <laughs> I'm cutting him. Yeah, that's a that's an easy for cut. Sure. <laughs> Moving on to the next one, Deontay Hardy mm-hmm. for $5 next year. Who that? He's the one who Heinrichs played who didn't actually start that week, created the <laughs> Nate Gate drama. The Nate Gate. Nate. We need t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Get your Nate gate. <laughs> uh, moving on to our next player. Tank Bigsby for 10. Cut. AP. Oh, sorry. The fart sound was a, was a cut. <laughs> well, I did not hear the fart sound. I didn't either. Was oh. it silent but deadly? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was a here. Let me try it again. No. Wow, it doesn't. Maybe this, the, this cheap think, mic doesn't pick yeah. up fart sounds. You know, guys, the next mic this we cheap. get, we'll have to make sure that it picks up fart sounds. We actually, we actually looked on Amazon. This cheap and, mic is classy. Yeah, we tried to find the anti-fart <laughs> mic. It will not pick up a fart noise. I was going to say, this guy really likes to do. This guy really likes to do fart noises. We need the ant, the mic that prevents that. Right. <laughs> but anyway, the we fart do. meant no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, next player, K. Dotton for five bucks. I think you can maybe make an argument for this one. No, no, pass. Out of the, out, of the, out of the players that we're looking at, I think you could maybe make an argument for this guy. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that, Jack. But the answer's still no. <laughs> Juwan Johnson for five dollars, and might uh, I add, he's a very strong believer. Um, oh, he's hey, also six. Did you watch the chosen? Oh, six dollars. Never mind. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has watched the chosen. Actually, cut. yeah, cut him. Yeah, Isaiah likely for, for five bucks. This is the only one I was like, maybe <laughs> you know, kind I of. he's shown potential, but like even then, I don't think this is a key. If you have any if, expectations, if he of a, was. 
I'll go out the. Yeah, if he was the starter, then yeah, for sure. If yeah. we knew like Andrews was, like if Andrews gets injured in preseason yeah. before we have our our draft, then yeah, for sure. Yep. But with him, with Andrews there, there's no no chance he's more valuable than five or than four or five dollars. Like and we've and we've talked about for him. We've talked about tight ends a lot through these speculations, like what's the right price point for these kind of middle of the road guys or the guys that are like, you know, they're, they're not the top three, top five tight ends in the league. And we've, we've really like kind of gone from $5 to like $12. That's kind of the range where it's like eh, on the fence. If he's tight end two in Baltimore and Andrews has a healthy season, I don't think you can make justification for five bucks. No, I agree. Um, Miles Sanders for 30. Finally an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what was the worst buy? Sanders for thirty or Young for, or sorry, Sanders for twenty six or uh, Young for two? <laughs> I'd say Sanders for twenty six. Young for two. Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, brutal. That's so mean. They're both terrible. Fart noise. <laughs> Fart noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't hear that either. We actually cut out the words as well. Fart and noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any reference to the behind gets cut out. Uh, Ken- Kendra Miller for the 14. family friendly show. Anybody keeping Kendra Miller for 14? Mm, no, no, no. Jamison Williams for 10. Mm, no, he's he's the only other one that was questionable to me. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to yeah. say I'm going to say uh, it, that's right on the edge. Yeah. Cause I don't think that's on the edge. He, you don't think so? I mean, I get that. I was between, I think likely and Jameson are the only two guys you can maybe make an argument for, but like Williams, I mean, let's look up his per game uh, this last year. I know he was injured. Uh, oh no, Dane, it's right. bad. It's bad, but you just but look bad. at his, his use at the end of the year. Like he, he looked like a pretty decent player at the end of the year. I, but I think you're right. He'll probably go for, somewhere between six to 10 in the, draft. I was going to like so eight is the number that came to mind. Keeping him. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the postseason, Okay. Let's just say like, so he didn't really get back until his best game this last year. What do you think his best game was from a yardage perspective? I'm going to guess like under 60 40. yards and a touchdown. His best game was three for 69. Uh, and he had two touchdowns in the regular season. Uh, one of which was three for 53 and a touchdown. And then the postseason, Luke, he had two for two, two for two receptions on two targets for 19, two receptions on four targets for 35 and two receptions on three targets for 25 and a touchdown. Like that is just not, it's pretty much just Hollywood Brown for for regular season. So I keep him. I think. <laughs> I think you're just I think you're proving my point. Those numbers sound incredible. <laughs> I'm saying so that's our the targets, then yes. I'm saying cut. I'm not keeping him for ten. Cut. Yondell yep. Robinson for six. Cut. Nope. Jahan Dotson for twenty-four. Mm, cut. Nope. And then you got a couple waiver wire guys. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Tommy DeVito, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, all for 14. We're cutting those guys. Yeah. and then, I don't think Dob- Dobbins yeah. wasn't a waiver wire. Oh, wait, he was, did Ross he cut was. him? He got cut and picked up. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
maybe Dobbins. Again, I know he's, he's not. Co- he's coming off of a pretty no tough injury. Second, what is it? Second Achilles tear or something like that? Or patella? Yeah, I don't. Guys don't bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Guys don't bounce back from one, but you know, you you make it two. Yeah. Two two blown yeah, Achilles actually, it, makes a right. Yep, that's right. It actually makes the knee stronger. I hear. That's yeah. what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Question is, who yeah. has a better it, comeback season? Whatever next year, the J.K. Dobbins was, or Nick Chubb? Oh, Chubb. Uh, Chubb. <laughs> Does Chubb Not come, even close. Does Chubb come back next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? I thought he was like kind of dunzo. No, oh, his his tear wasn't as bad as they thought, and it happened in week two. Yeah. So he's got a lot of time. He'll probably be there. He'll probably be there to start the season. What would be the, said, he, might uh, be would, he might not be effective till like week eight or nine. What would be the it expected? Said Nick would be able to return to play during the 2024 season. So, I mean, it's not exactly super. Mm. He had se- a second surgery on his knee Oof. in, I think November. Um, okay. But again, I, I'd much rather I'd place my, my bet on Chubb over Jeez. Dobbins. Not as bad as they expected. And, Dude still needed two surgeries. <laughs> it was deemed successful, Jack. <laughs> the second one? <laughs> the second one. <laughs> the first doctor was drunk. Give him a break. Minor de- <laughs> I, uh, I'm just saying, back to Dobbins, I'm just saying, okay, let's just say, I'm just saying 14 for a guy that went for like 40-ish or whatever it was, like 39 this last year. Yeah might be worth it when you have no one else to keep on your team. Like I could see Dobbins going for hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> I, when did I not for hear you $1 out? at the end of just, uh, hear me out, Peterson. Hear me out. <laughs> Andy, Dobbins shut up. for $1. <laughs> when have I ever interrupted you? <laughs> <laughs> never, never. So I think Dobbins for $1 at the end of your draft is a much better value than Dobbins for 14 as a keeper because I don't think anyone pays more than one to three dollars for Dobbins. <laughs> I think he probably goes for more than that to be honest, but I it will be less for than 14. I think you're right. For sure. Yeah. And then the last mm-hmm. player to talk about for the North Sea Barnacles, Darren Waller for 22. No. Out. Cut him. So big cut. Uh, wrapping up the North Sea Barnacles, let's just look back and see who we decided to keep. One, two, three, four. Nobody. We kept nobody. Carry the one. Add the three. Divide by zero. Yep. Zero. And Luke, uh, I think dollar the amount. Best total? thing we can say. Yeah, he's got two hundred and twenty-five dollars going wow, into next year's bad. draft. Not bad. I'm gonna give it a B. I know. After all those and, keepers, impressive. And three first-round picks for the time being. Like, I mean, yeah. In all, in all honesty, you know, he has a, he, you know, picks two out of three studs at the rookie draft. Like gets a couple of values. Like this team is not in a bad shape, but it's not in a good shape either. Luke, did you say that the total amount mm. was two twenty five? Yes. Yep. So with twenty spots to fill, he has an average price point per player of eleven dollars. That's a lot. Okay. Of, that's a lot I of mean, middle of the road tight ends, if you ask me. Well, and that's, <laughs> yeah, well, that's you're not, not getting gonna... the rookie picks, Luke. <laughs> or, uh, true, Jack. true, 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 true. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, how many rookie? How many? And, how many rookie picks does he have? He's six. Six rookie picks. Okay, so by 14. So he'll have 16 bucks. 225 for 12, right? For, for yeah. 14, right? 16, 16 bucks is pretty good considering, uh, I mean, 
he, the fact that he's not really going to spend 16 bucks on all 14 players. No, right. He's going to spend that. He's going to spend a bunch on probably four or five and then a little bit on another four or five and then just dollars on the rest <laughs> you know it's funny though to think yeah, about well he could go it's, it's a dynasty league or it's a keeper league and this guy's gonna come in for his first year and he's be like oh sweet who do i get to keep and we're gonna be like oh uh nobody it's <laughs> gonna be hilarious you don't you don't get anybody everybody else gets to keep guys you don't get to keep anyone actually <laughs> your owner yeah your owner did such a bad job you literally have no keepers <laughs> <laughs> so bad that's so funny though but like no thinking through that though like that's i mean let's say it's you know four fifty dollar players uh you fill out well maybe not that much you know three fifty dollar players a thirty dollar player and then you use the remaining money to fill out your bench and you got some rookie picks like that's not terrible no yeah not bad no, not at all no all right so let's get down I, to grading what, you yeah, what do you grade it? Would, yeah yeah i was gonna say what would you guys grade it Jack, you go first. Oh, you, you rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one because there's so many, there's so many elements that play into it. I do. I mean, obviously he's got a lot of money to play with. He's got a lot of picks. Um, I do like that. He's got, you know, six guys coming in at $0 and then you have 225 bucks to divvy out between 14 players. So like AP was kind of saying, if you're going to pick up a couple $50 players, you're already on track with the other guys in the league who are coming in and around B's. Like if you have like a, like a David Montgomery and and like players in that caliber where you can keep them or or buy them because you have the money. Yeah, for like an RB one, like an RB one <laughs> slash two. <laughs> um, I think I think he's floating around the B, but I think there is so much uncertainty going into it that I I almost feel uncomfortable saying any grade because I just I don't know how it's going to play out, especially with the variable that it's a new manager and they've never done this before. So it'll be interesting to see like. Do they try to save their money a little bit too much, not realizing that most people aren't picking up as many players as them? Do they rely on their rookie picks? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say B, and it's totally a hedge. That is that is a bit of a hedge. AP, how do you vote? <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> wow. I think I think Jack hit the nail on the head, and that so much is up in the air because of that. I think. I, so I think our grading of the team is like what position, like keepers and auction dollars, what position are they in for the upcoming season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say B minus. Um, and uh, there's some potential here, but there are no keepers. He's got a decent amount of picks. He's got a lot of auction dollars, but we'll see if that actually turns into anything valuable. Yep. So I think for the time being, it's a B minus. It's not in a bad spot, but I'm not going to give it a B or a B plus. All right, I. I <laughs> oh, Luke, think are you ready now? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to the next team. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I actually am higher on this than than both of you guys. I. I think the three, well, the six first round picks total plus an extra second round pick next year. I mean, he can trade some of that capital to get another yeah. player. Let's say he trades the lumberjacks first round pick to Jack and has Jalen hurts going into next year. So now he has a stud quarterback, still two first round picks and $200 basically. Well, one ninety mm-hmm. going into the veteran draft to fill. If he can get three studs with $190 and then 
go studs and scrubs, have a few high end rookies. He's going to be in pretty good shape. I think, I think he's probably more like an A minus because I think he has a Whoa. lot to work. Whoa, with. that's yeah. a bit high. That is, I, I know. I, I think you, you're slay, you're swaying me slightly with the pick argument. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think a minus is generous. Yeah. I agree let's, with AP, but, but let's say, let's say he goes into next year with, uh, Jalen hurts. Um, let's say somebody like, I don't know, maybe, maybe McCaffrey gets let go. Maybe somebody, they don't keep McCaffrey or they don't keep, uh, Justin Jefferson or something like that. And so he goes hurts Jefferson. He drafts, uh, Malik neighbors with his first overall pick. Who's one of the best wide receiving, uh, prospects in the last few years. And we've had some great wide receiving prospects. So now he, I mean, that's going to be, I, I think neighbors is better than an Addison than a Jordan Addison was last year. Hmm. So How dare you? Yeah. Like maybe not this year, but he, I think he'll have a better season than Addison had as a rookie. And that's, that was a pretty good season. Hmm. So I don't know. That's a, you got a stud, a stud quarterback, a two stud wide receivers, uh, and then maybe find two middle tier running backs like uh, a Josh Jacobs or something like that. If you can get a value there and, and Mm -hmm. that team is doing pretty well in the relegated league. I don't know. Just, I I like where he sits. I like the flexibility he has. I think a minus is probably on the high end, but no worse than a B for me. I think flexibility is the way, like that's what he has um, for better or worse. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, not locked in any solid keepers. We'll see if those picks pan out. Um, you've probably swayed me, Luke, where I'm going to raise my grade to a B. I think that's probably the fair. I think you're right, Jack. I think your hedge of an answer is probably right, Jack. And <laughs> yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Love it. It pays to not have convictions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the old York Yorkies. This one's pretty fun. Um, the last place team, the big, the big tanker. We're going to go through mm-hmm. some of their players. We do have a lot of waiver wire pickups tanker. on here, but we also do have some guys that are going to be potentially very valuable going into next season for low dollar amounts. Um, so we'll start off yeah, okay. with, uh, well, well, we'll run down. You're not keeping any of those guys. The first player we'll talk about is Zach Charbonnet. Let's, for, let's for, start with, uh, let's start with my dollars. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. For where, where that all sits. Um, so I, did not give away any dollars and I received $29 in return after for all my trades. Um, maxed out my keeper budget at 180, just like almost everybody. Um, it, but if I don't keep any, I, I get that $29 from trades plus the five bonus dollars for a total of $214. Uh, in the rookie draft, I have three first round picks and two second round picks, as well as I picked up AP's second round pick for next year mm-hmm. that I could possibly use. What, what was that trade again, Luke? Sam Howell and oh, the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. I love it. Hey, Hey, you know what? That second round pick could come in very valuable. So I, mean, I not as good as a first it, round pick, but good process on your end. All right. Good. Really good process. I think <laughs> sucked. I hated it. I think the fact that you gave the barnacles an a minus gives yourself a very tight window looking at your own team now though, because you are obviously in a better spot than the barnacles are going into next year. 
I, I think you almost have to guarantee an A then yes. for you, or maybe even an A plus. So I think I, I wouldn't I guarantee mean, it. Uh, I think I think you, we both know Jack that this is like Luke's set up well. He, he um, is very he's set up very well. But before we assessed North Sea Barnacles, I was kind of floating around Luke being at an A minus, maybe an A. I think it's Luke's answer almost has to be an A now because this is better than the Barnacles by like. A, yeah, but a decent why are you letting his terrible answer sway your grade? Oh, I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying that that's my grade. I'm just saying that Luke doesn't have a lot of breathing room for his own team's answer now or his own team's grade. And all right. we all know that Luke does like to play the victim. So this is going to be a tough situation to get out of. <laughs> I think I'm like a C minus, but let's get into it. <laughs> the league's against me. All right. Woe is me. All right. Starting with the first, I got, I got a target on my back and I hate it. <laughs> starting with the first player potentially to keep Zach Charbonnet for 15 bucks. Uh, the, I kind of want to start from the bottom. Cause I think this is the toughest one to, <laughs> this is a tough one. On. This is a tough one. Um, I really just don't. Uh, right now, I lean no. Um, but it's like forty nine fifty one. You know, or it's like. I think at the time, like okay, let's say you know at the time you have to make the decision. Luke uh, Walker's injured. Charbonnet's been having a great camp or something. Like yeah, it's totally worth fifteen dollars. Yep, for sure. But if we don't really have any, if it's just, if it's where it is right now, I just don't know if you can, I, I mean, you can, I just don't know if it's worth it to keep them at that price. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jack? I'm in the same boat. I think it, unless something happens in Seattle where Charbonnet gets the, the go ahead to get, you know, more carries or is looked at as, you know, uh, a highly valued running back for that team. I think it's tough to make an argument that $15 is, is a good price point for a backup running back that we aren't sure of on what his potential is going to be or what he's going to, you know, what kind of workload he's going to get as of right now, if I had to make a decision right now, I'd say probably cut. I think, I think cut is the safe answer, but I also, as I'm thinking through it, it's like, okay, what would Charbonnet go for? You know, probably 10, 12. I don't know. I was going to say 12, 12. Like, I don't think you're probably losing that much money by keeping him. And the upside might be worth it. Where if uh, you know Walker goes down in week two, you've got well at, at minimum an RB two, if not like a high end or a low end RB one, like a David, um, like a David Montgomery. Yeah, RB one. That's what that's what I just said. Uh, so I don't know. I just uh, what are your thoughts, Luke? Cause I I really think you could go either way, and I think it's defensible. Yeah, yeah. I I think he's right on the fence. Um, the toughest part is which is it benefits Charbonnet is well benefits and, and doesn't the, the, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, know. is uh, that a hedge? That sounds like a hedge. <laughs> it's not, not necessarily. It, it, it's a yes and it's a no. Right? <laughs> Pete Carroll's gone is what I was going to say. Pete Carroll's gone. Yeah. Who, who drafted him. So that means that the new regime coming in doesn't necessarily hold ties to him. Although it's the same GM, so I guess the GM would still see the draft capital as important, but you have a new coach who might prefer Charbonnet's skill set over Walker because Charbonnet is a better pass catcher, but he's still second round talent. Like if he was anywhere else, he could be a three down back. Like he, he has, 
I think he has that skill set, but because he's behind Walker, that's what absolutely sucks. And I think you're right, AP, that it's it's probably a cut right now because I don't know. It's just probably not worth the risk of 15. But if if something were to happen, this guy could easily be worth 40 if Kenneth Walker's gone. Hmm. Like he, if he's the guy and Walker's out for the season, Charbonnet could be a 35 to 40 dollar back. Pretty easy. And that's where it's like, okay, let's just say Charbonnet goes for 10 or 12. Like that three dollars um, that you might lose, it might be worth that gamble. Hmm. So I, I don't it, know. It could be. I I think right now I'm. I'm a cut. Uh, my uh-huh. ideal, my ideal would be to trade him for like a second round pick. Like if somebody else really wants him and is willing to send me their second, I think I would make that deal. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I would rather have the capital than take the risk of Charbonnet. Like I would, I would rather mm-hmm. go somewhere else, but I, I don't know. I I'll hold him until the last second to see what happens mm. is probably what I'll do. Yeah, so yeah, cut. I think it's Let's probably a smart move. We'll say cut. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a super easy one. Mm-hmm. Sam Laporta for six bucks. Keep. Uh, keep. That's, I'm going to keep him. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's a great keeper. Yeah, that's a phenomenal mm-hmm. keeper. Yeah. Along with, I'll, I'm going to jump down to another easy keep, Devon Achan for, for 11. That's an easy keep. Yes. Easy. Well, let's go easy. back up. And then, and then I think we'll, Ty Chandler's an interesting discussion. Yeah, me too. Um. That's why I he was going to come back to it. He yeah. was going to go through all the obvious ones and then come back. Oh, to this. okay. Sorry, yeah. Jack. Go I, was just, I was just going to go Laporta, Devon, and then Rashi Rice for nine. I think that's an easy keep as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yep. and then we'll work, we'll work back up to Ty now. Uh, Ty Chandler for six. Well, I think... Uh, I mean, so much of this depends on what the Vikings do in the offseason. Yeah. I don't think they go into next season with Chandler as their RB1. But he did show at the end of the season that you know uh-huh. he can do it when given some of the opportunities. So yeah, I think it's probably worth the six dollars um, where we are right now. Like, uh, and again, if the Vikings draft a running back in the third round or something, or like sign someone, yeah, maybe don't keep him. But he's definitely shown he has some talent, and you know, I think that's worth six dollars. Yeah, I would I would piggyback on that. I think there are similarities with like the Charbonnet situation. You're also looking at a lower amount total at six bucks. We saw flashes of Ty Chandler being the obvious pick over Madison. So like Andy was saying, if unless we bring in a running back to take over that RB1 spot, or if we draft somebody and we want to, you know, kind of figure out where what his future is looking like, so maybe we give him more time, I think Ty Chandler is a much easier keep or an easier decision to make as opposed to Charbonnet, but you're also going to be waiting probably until the last minute to see what are the Vikings doing? And then now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I don't, I actually think he goes into next year as the RB one for the bikes. I think it's, I definitely think we possible. have way, I think we have way too many other holes we need to fill guys that we need. If we sign Justin Jefferson and we signed Daniel Hunter, we don't have money to spend on another running back. True. I think, I think, I think they go Ty Chandler and then, Maybe they uh, try to sign somebody cheap. I don't know who the free agent running back would be, but somebody who's more of a pass catcher. Hmm. And and but Chandler's a, kind of more of a pass catcher, isn't he? Uh, no, I don't think he is. No, I don't no? think he's as much of a pass catcher. I think he he can, but I don't think he's like a typical third down back. Mm-mm. He's really fast. 
I, I think that's what his game is predicated on his speed, but I don't, I think he has average hands. I, don't I mean, know. regardless, like it's a keep at six, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I say, think he is, as long keep. as that's <clears throat> the answer, as long as the, he is the RB one, it's an easy keep for me. For sure. Uh, moving down to, well, I don't know if this is worth talking about Joe Flacco at 14. Does he have any promise for next year starting? Is he starting for Cleveland next year? I mean, no. he looked pretty good. He did look pretty good. <laughs> I don't think he's worth 14. <laughs> not not worth talking about. He's he's a cut. He's not worth 14. Cutting Flacco, uh, Kyler Murray at seven. I think that's a good keep. I think it's a keep. Yep. Yep. I plan, completely plan on keeping him. Tua for eight. I think that's a keep. Keep. Yep. I love having that platoon. I think that uh, Kyler and Tua are both guys who can put up massive scores against the right defenses. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think either of them are, are set it and forget it quarterbacks, but they both can easily be 30 point quarterbacks. They've shown it before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I like both of them a lot. And considering you got that stack for a total of $15 next year, it's pretty nice. Pretty happy. Yeah. And then uh, another, I think easy keep is tank Dell for six. Yeah, I mean, the leg injury definitely complicates things, but I'd still, you know, take that flyer. Um, yeah, I'm keeping him for six oh. for sure. Oh, easy, easy keep for me. Yeah. Um, it's His injury isn't, it wasn't ligament. So okay. I, I don't worry about that as much. I think it was, it was just a fractured bone. So I, I, I don't worry about him coming back and being the same player next year. And I think if I were to, let him go into free agency. He would be at least a 20 something dollar wide receiver yep, for sure. So. He's going over. He's definitely over 15. I'd even say over 18. I think, I think he's going to, if he he'll get scooped up for a decent price point, if he finds his way into the draft, he, he won't. He's, he's a Yorkie. He's a Yorkie. Arf, arf. Okay. <laughs> he's little like a Yorkie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, but like, okay, looking at your team, Luke, I mean, you, you, we've got one, two, three, four, five, seven keepers, and then presumably five draft picks. That's 12. So what is that? That's eight players. Then you can spend, right? I always get the roster size. Can Yeah. Yep. 161. So 161 divided by eight means that I have 20 point. Yeah. $20 to spend per I mean, player. That's that's really nice. Um, so that's a stack team. Yeah. And, I, and one of those first round picks is the number one overall, which I, I mean, right now, pretty happy can we with. safely assume it's Marvin Harrison? Yeah, I would be shocked. Even if he goes to a bad landing spot, I, I think Harrison is that good of a prospect that I would, I would still take him number one. Like I can't think of a place he could go where I wouldn't want him. Number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't really need a quarterback. We've um, already kind of broken down. Kyler Murray and two are going to be more successful than any of the top tier quarterbacks, potentially, or presumably, I guess I should say is um, Kyler Murray Tua are going to probably be better than any of the quarterbacks that you could pull from the draft. So Marvin Harrison is a great pickup for you. And I don't think, I don't think any of the quarterbacks deserve to go number one in our draft. I don't think, Oh, I mean, but I'm looking more at like the number punchers or the robberies pick Luke. Um, mm-hmm. where I, again, will a quarterback fall that far? Probably not, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, if, and, if a quarterback doesn't fall that far, I'll be pretty happy. Cause that means there's going to be some wide receivers and 
running backs available mm-hmm. that I don't think should be there. Like I, <clears throat> I personally think that the quarterback shouldn't go until the end of the first, maybe early second in a one quarterback league like we have, because odds are it's, this isn't a true dynasty. If it was a dynasty, yeah, they hold a bit more value, but the issue with drafting a rookie quarterback is that they probably won't actually put up fantasy worthy, like starting fantasy points for you until their second, maybe, maybe third, like maybe they're already $8. Probably yeah. Yeah. And and you only have them for a couple more years. Like at that point, it's probably worth dropping them and you could redraft them for $2 or $3 and reset their contract. So yeah. I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem worth it to me to spend a high, high pick on them when you could get a wide receiver who could be useful to you right away if you find the Puka mm-hmm. or the Tank Dell or the Rasheed Rice. Yep. Yeah, this is a um, this is a stud team. Really good team. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than, I mean, I think Laporta, obviously a stud, but the rest of the guys, it's like solid. I definitely mm-hmm. think you're in a great spot, but there's no real like locked in wide receiver one or running back one. Mm-hmm. I would say A-chan. when Devon Achan yeah. is when Achan's a starter, like when he's healthy he can always go off for a massive number. He's yeah. no, for sure. But I don't think that again, given his injury history, I, I think that to yeah. rely on him as an RB one is yeah. Foolish. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that aspect too. Yeah. He, he is a player that could, like he's an upside RB two or something, you know? Yeah. Like if, yeah. if he got um, injured early on the season, I don't think anybody would be shocked, but he, when he plays, he's an RB one. Good things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, but I still think it's like, okay, yeah, you'll be able, you know, you've got 20 ish dollars to fill, you know, eight spots. You'll be able to buy what? At least two more studs. Oh, a lot of depth, Peterson, a lot of depth, <laughs> oh, a lot of Adam Thielen's, right? Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. This, this is my fantasy wet dream right here. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is pretty sweet. You got a good setup. You're like the, uh, the Oklahoma city thunder in any NBA, my league we've ever played. You got mm-hmm. you got a lot of opportunity for for this season. Yeah, the only thing um, I can do is screw it up horribly. So that's, <laughs> that's the only exciting. thing he can do is trade uh, trade James Harden and never win a championship. So. <laughs> exactly. Right, let's grade this, uh, Luke. You start. I I think I'm set up the best of any team going into next year. I like the draft capital I have. I like the keepers I have. And then I still have 161 to spend in the veteran draft. So I, I, I'm really happy with it. I say, honestly, a, a plus, like I, I can't think of, yeah, I got to go a plus. Oh, you're so humble. (laughs) Well, I'm being honest. I don't want to say a plus because now I know that, like I said, literally the only thing I can do is screw this up. So there's, there's pressure in that. But if this was anybody else's squad, I, I would be pretty, like, jealous of this squad if it wasn't mine. I feel like the episode title should be something like Luke grades his team A plus, or something. Jack, like no, narcissist, yeah. spoilers, narcissist shows spoilers. true colors yes. on fantasy podcast. <laughs> I really like that. I highly recommend that. Um, All right, I'll I would give this. Unfortunately, I would also give this an A plus. Um, it's just. Luke, you did yeah. well by tanking early. Uh, you hit on a couple of the guys. Um, you're in a good spot. 
So I did I get a lot more. Here's what I'll say. I did get lucky because I was trying to trade tank Dell and Rasheed rice for so long after I picked them up. Like I was throwing them in every single trade and nobody wanted them. Yeah. I, I could have so easily gotten rid of those guys. Uh, I think I tried to trade a Chan too, but I don't know. I got lucky that nobody accepted the trades that I sent out with those players in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're and Jack. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go low a plus. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say in between a and a plus, I did not want to give it an a plus. <laughs> I know my, I would give it like a 97%. My mind's right? telling it's not me a hundred, no, but my body, <laughs> my body is telling me yes. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go A plus as well. Um I do think that if you're going to break it down this this team probably does have the best projection going into next season and if that's the case then you got to give it an A plus. I think uh I think you're set up for success. I think Laporte is going to be a stud this year. I'm um, I'm actually in a weird way kind of hoping that Achan stays healthy and if that's the case he's going to be beast and Rashi Rice just continued to improve throughout the season. Um kind of what we were talking about he earlier, did. if T Higgins doesn't end up in Kansas City, if if you don't get another wide receiver prospect in Kansas City, who else is getting the ball other than Kelsey? It's Rashi Rice. So I think he's going to have a good season. Um, Kadarius Tony bounce back. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, did you see? Did you see? I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast yet, but he was on a stream. He was playing a video game during the playoffs, and they had commented on his stream saying, uh, "Tony, I thought we were, you were injured," and he literally said, "I'm not injured." They just don't want me to come to the field. <laughs> that was like during the postseason, like while they're in the playoffs. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. So Rashi's no. got Rashi's got future in Kansas City. I think so. All I think right. so. I get what you're saying though, AP. But sorry, before we wrap it you're up. You're good. I, I I get what you're saying. Like I don't think I wouldn't give this a hundred. So you're right. It's probably not technically an A plus, but like because there's definitely things that I could have done better. There's trades that I could have made at the end of the year. Like I probably could have sold Charbonnet for five to ten dollars and a, or like five dollars in a second, and mm-hmm. that would have been better going into next year than having the question mark of Charbonnet. So I I get what you're saying that it's not a perfect team or I the trades you did make that you shouldn't have made, like the uh, Sam Howell trade. Yeah, I no. know. <laughs> It was not a perfect season. I guess there is room for improvement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could have had another first round pick for that howl, all right? I know. Oh, that would have been sweet. Okay, now we can move on. (laughs) All right. We are getting into draft battle. The the draft truel. No, draft truel. Oh, truel. Truel. On today's draft truel, we're going to be drafting the greatest goats across all sports. It will be a six round snake draft. The results will be posted on X for you to vote on. Last time on Draft Truel, the uh, we drafted the worst NFL teams to be a fan of. AP took home his first victory with seventy five percent of the votes. Hmm. Hmm. Well done, Peterson. Well done. Hmm. Hmm. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't we, really hear. Is your clap? Does it also mute claps? Yeah. Uh, is it addition to fart sounds? Because I couldn't hear your clap. Yours is his, fart sounds. His claps mine. are actually fart sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um congratulations andy uh don't rub it in let's get into the draft no some of us aren't narcissists so i won't bring it up <laughs> uh, my man <laughs> all right uh the standings as of right now luke is one one and one ap is tied with him at one one and one and i am tied for second 
somehow at oh two and one. <laughs> Again, Legacy Christian Academy math skills right here. Okay. Okay. Standalone second. Can't it's even been get changed. Standalone second without it. Should, a, <laughs> it's third. Oh, it's third. Oh yeah. It's third, you fool. Yeah, Luke. Tied oh, for third. Put tied for third. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> All right. The selection order for the day. AP will get a start. I will go next, and Luke finishes it off with the snake turnaround. He'll get two in a row, and then it'll be back to me. All right, boys. I've got this one locked and loaded. All right. Number one pick in the greatest of all time across sports. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's a good pick. And the reason for that, just a couple stats to prove my point. Okay, uh, okay. One, seven Super Bowls in 23 years playing. Mm. Uh, just four, you know, just for your own edification. Three more than any other quarterback. Uh, that is more than uh, more Super Bowls than any team has ever won in league history. Uh, the Patriots and Steelers have each won six. Brady has seven. Uh, and, you know, brought two teams, Super Bowl, Six round pick. I don't know how you don't say Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Perhaps greatest NFL player of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, it's tough to argue with that. He is a stud. It's not who I would have taken number one, but oh. he is He is a goat among goats for sure. That is a good pick. I probably wouldn't have gone Tom Brady one either, but I don't. I'm not bash. Well, I'm not. Jack, who would you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah Jack. Well, done. in that case, you get your number one overall selection. <laughs> I, yeah. I do get my number one overall selection. Um, I do think there's a couple guys here. I think I would have loved to go third. I would have loved to have the turn, to be honest. But I'm really stuck between two guys. I think my pick is going to be uh, Michael Phelps. He had. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> he was number I was, one. I was. I was. I thought was that one. maybe because he was a swimmer, he might drop. Um, but yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah. He, uh, wow. I think it's, I think it's a, you could make a safe argument that he is the most like successful player in his, well, definitely in his sport, but maybe across the board, um, five Olympic games, 28 medals total, 23 gold, 39 world records, four consecutive golds in 200 meter men's. That's just, I mean, he has, no, do you just have that on the top of your head? Yeah. That's just right off the dome. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Nope. That's all I got <laughs> off the top of my head. Those stats right there. <laughs> you guys ever seen Michael Phelps's diet when he was like training for the Olympics? Yeah, like ten thousand calories I a day. I heard about it. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Like here, let me see if I can find it online quick. He uh, was saying a couple of the days he would eat like some crazy number of Big Macs. It was like eight. He'd eat like eight Big Macs a day okay. or something like that. Okay, so he would go. For breakfast, he had three fried egg sandwiches with cheese, tomatoes, lettuce, fried onions, and mayonnaise, followed by three chocolate chip pancakes. <laughs> After sandwiches and pancakes, it was time for a five-egg omelet, three sugar-coated slices of French toast, a bowl of grits, and two cups of coffee to wash down everything. Uh, for lunch, he would have half a kilogram half a kilogram of pasta, two large ham and cheese sandwiches on white bread, smothered with mayonnaise, and another set of energy drinks. Whereas for dinner, add a pound of pasta and carbonara sauce, a large pizza, and energy drinks. <laughs> and he had, I believe it's 8% body fat when he won the Olympics. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. 
That is absolutely insane. He's a that's that like makes me sick thinking about that breakfast. Like that is disgusting. But you also you also (laughs) have to remember. I think as much as it probably was kind of tough to scarf all that down, his his body was consuming those calories more than any of us have ever been in. Like we've never been in that shape before. He was burning yeah like thousands and thousands and thousands of calories every single day swimming. So, but yeah, it's that's ridiculous disgusting yeah yeah just that for that he doesn't get the goat actually for that he maybe he should get the goat yeah oh for yeah, sure I don't know. Well, well at least my goat Bells, my goat was my number one my goat doesn't he was kiss my his number kids. one overall you weirdo <laughs> <laughs> you freak you freak it's probably why he's your favorite <laughs> all right luke you got the turn who are your back-to-back goats of all time in any sport all right well I'm going to take the other Michael that should not have fallen to me. I'm going to take Michael Jordan. Hmm. See, see, I, I don't I love thought that about going MJ, but oh, I, I also, Jack, I'm like there. If we're debating, if we're having this debate between LeBron and Michael yep. to this day, I don't know if you like, I don't think there's any argument that Tom Brady or Michael Phelps is the greatest of all time in their sport, but Agreed. there is an argument that Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. I think there is for Tom Brady. I think that's why I think Michael Phelps was number one. I wow. think mm. I think Phelps was the best because I don't think there is an argument. Brady, I think people like I think older generations could still argue Joe Montana. Or honestly, if you if you take championships out of it, one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. Why would you ever do because that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it. in the greatest of all time debate you take championships <laughs> yeah. out of it. You because, fool. Let's talk because let's it, not talk it about takes a, success. a team to win. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It, no, it, it takes it takes a team to win. You can't you can't take Michael Phelps's gold medals out of it because it's an individual sport. And it's what well, his yeah, with, most of them are were. with teams. Dan Marino was probably the most talented quarterback of all time. Like what he did in the era he did it in when nobody was doing that, he was putting up ridiculous numbers. I mean, like, putting up 5,000 yards in the eighties or whatever, or 50 touchdowns. I can't remember. Like that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. However, Insane. I think that you're, you are right that, you know, I think it's probably easier to make a greatest of all time argument in individual sports. Mm-hmm. However, after Brady left, look at what the Patriots did. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just think that that further right. adds I, to the, the ledger of his greatness. Yeah, I get that. But I also think, I think greatest quarterbacks could be argued more. Like, I think there's a chance that Patrick Mahomes is the goat already. Like mm. he, he might wow. be the other most, wow. he's mm. so Not good. Take. I know it is. It definitely is. But, but you're right. He has three Super Bowls and Tom Brady's uh, more than doubled that. But yeah, it's close. It's close. I don't don't, Luke. I don't know if this is a defense mechanism, but your pick was Michael Jordan and you haven't even really talked about him. So it's not looking great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Keep deflecting. AP, AP, how, how many championships did you say Brady had in how many seasons? Uh, Seven and 23. Jordan had six and 15. That is ridiculous. He never yeah, lost. Yeah, not a very long career, if you ask me. Ne- doesn't matter. He if was he played 23 he seasons, changed, there's no way. No way. He changed the game. Brady didn't change football. Jordan changed basketball. And then Jordan LeBron changed put it. the NBA back on I was just going to say, Jack. I was like, and LeBron. <laughs> changed it again. One upped him. Yeah. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a, Michael Jordan is like, you know, iconic, you know, I think you're right. Change the sport. Um, but 
are Go. I don't know if you could say great. I think you could say like greatest scorer of all time, yeah. greatest. Uh, I don't know, shooting guard, small forward, every plate of all time, but like greatest competitor uh, of all time. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's not great. That's not like sing like greatest of all time. When you are when you're judging a greatest of all the greats, how can you not say the greatest competitor is the greatest of all of these great competitors? Well, I would say Tom Brady might be the greatest competitor. I mean, I'm just saying. JJ Reddick was a great competitor. How many times did he lose in a championship? How many times did he lose to Eli Manning? Twice. How many times did Michael Jordan lose to Eli Manning? Zero. Zero. That is a good point. Zero. You're right. That is a perfect (laughs) argument, Luke. Really well thought out. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. And then number two, I'm going Wayne Gretzky. Ah, that's who I wanted. That's a good one. Yeah. Pretty That's who I wanted as well. To get Jordan and Gretzky, pretty pumped with that, that one. That too. is a solid, I like, solid I start. I like Gretzky. If oh. Gretzky somehow would have fallen to me, I think I would have locked it with Phelps and Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Um, that changes up a little bit for me. I got to make a decision. A couple things scaring me away. Can't tell you about it, though. Don't want to give you any hints. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, Just uh, hurt your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. I'm going to stay in the Olympics. Uh, Interesting. A little tough. I feel like, Jack, those are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's a little tough. (laughs) You haven't even explained your answer. I didn't want to stay in the Olympics, um, but it's hard to argue. He has eight Olympic gold medals, uh, being the only sprinter to win the Olympic 100 meter, 200 meter. Uh, at three consecutive Olympics, and he holds records in the 100, 200, and 4 by 100 events to this day. Pretty insane. Pr- pretty amazing. Wow, is that off the top of is that off the top of your dome too? <laughs> straight off the dome, baby. That's all I got. Again, but uh, straight off the straight off the cranium. Spitting, spitting, spitting straight knowledge, brother. Spitting bars. I know everything about the Olympics. Oh, <laughs> I think whenever somebody. Like let's say you 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 run super fast or whatever, the joke is always, "What you think you're Usain Bolt?" I think that's a pretty good argument in itself. I don't I don't think I. Let's not talk about his success. Let's not talk about his gold medals. Let's just talk about how he incorporates incorporates himself into into culture and and how people reference that as speed. He, yeah. He's got a certain effervescence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, strip away the championships and yeah. let's just talk. What do you have? Let's just talk a, a about big Jamaican the player, the yeah. goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's gonna... the greatest of all time, Mom. <laughs> that was good. That was good, Mom. Usain, yeah. are you on the podcast? My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah, I think he's. I saying... run very. F- I can't even do a Jamaican. I. Uh... No, I, I run think very so, Jack. Fast. I think. <laughs> we I'm are the in the making of a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... No, I think you're probably. I think you might have picked like the greatest athletes of all time, Jack. And I still think you might lose because people are like, it's the Olympics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's you know? That was, that was my whole hesitation. Like, yeah. That's why I really wanted Gretzky. Yeah. I have a couple other guys that I want to pick up throughout the draft, but it's like, those were the two guys that slotted to me. Well, I think Michael Phelps, I think is an easy pick, but then it's just unfortunate that another Olympian falls to me because people are going to be like, yeah, but you know, that's not football <laughs> or basketball yeah. or baseball, whatever. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, AP. Um, back to back. All right, boys. I'm going to go with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's who I wanted next. Ooh. 
Uh, and I can't really tell you why, other than he's consistently ranked in the top three on the multiple tabs I have open uh, for greatest athletes of all time. But off the top of my dome, uh, we've got Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year six times, an Olympic gold medalist, WBA, I believe that's World Boxing Association. He was a champion of that. And also the Ring Heavyweight Champion. So, you know, that's a lot of championships. And just this, uh, go. This... Just off this the top feels of like my a pander pick. <laughs> just off the top of my dome as well. He won 56 of 61 fights, 36 knockouts, defeated greats like George Foreman, Joe Frazier, and Sonny Liston. Um, yeah, and he was a gold medalist. Oh yeah, Big, I'm a I'm a huge Sonny L fan. Oh, Sonny Liston till I die, baby. Oh my gosh. Till I die. Uh, and also he's got that. Uh, what is that? The uh, Mah- have you guys ever heard that song about Muhammad Ali? The Muhammad, the Black Superman. No. Hey, you white boy, you better believe <laughs> this boy's name is Muhammad Ali. I have it. He stings like a butterfly and floats like a, or no, stings like a, floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. That's beat. a me, butter, Muhammad, me butterfly. The black Superman. Stings anyway. like a butterfly. That's, yeah. Like hey, that. Have you ever had a butterfly Ow. sting? My God. Uh, ouch. <laughs> Ow. It landed on me. It's getting red. Ow. <laughs> I'm I have allergic. a definitely butterfly allergy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is a good pick. So yeah, I feel like Muhammad Ali just feels like the right choice. Um, All right. And then this is kind of okay. I feel like this might be just a recency bias. Um, Patrick Mahomes. No. <laughs> LeBron James. I'm actually gonna go with Tiger. I'm gonna go with Tiger Woods. Uh, it's good. Oh. Yeah. I want a tiger too. I um, really wanted I think, Woods to fall uh, to me. Yeah. I, I really struggle with that. this one because it's, he has such a complicated legacy um, and he doesn't have the most majors of all time. Mm-hmm. So Tiger has 15. Jack Nicholas has 18. Um, but I think we could say no golfer has ever reached the heights that Tiger would have Tiger Woods has in his career. And I think he did yeah. it against better competition on harder courses. Um, and, and he just, changed the game. He did. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, like, and, and the fact that he did it, like, I, I think he, he was the greatest of all time before the 2019 masters and then coming back from all he did and still winning the masters. Like that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I feel good about the tiger woods pick. I think that's a great pick. I really wanted tiger to fall to me. Yeah. I like that one a lot too. I wanted that one to fall. That's the second time it's happened to me. Not, not loving the second spot. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. The second spot sucks. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Even though, but you, because you got the best of all time. Michael yep. Phelps is the goat. Yeah, and I think AP's right. <laughs> it's not gonna matter. I know. It just I just keep missing out on the guys. Like one pick away. Like I really wanted Gretzky. Really wanted mm-hmm. Woods. Uh, that's all right though. That's all right. We bounce back. I wanted Muhammad Ali too. But <laughs> all right, let's hunker down. I don't even care. I, you got you got to sting like a butterfly here, Jack. Sting like a butterfly. I find success in adversity. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with my next pick of the draft. I'm gonna go with Mother Trucker. I'm gonna go with Babe Ruth. <laughs> Mother Trucker, dude. <laughs> that hurt more yeah. than a cheek on a stick. I'm gonna take Babe Ruth, seven-time <laughs> World Series champion, twelve-time AL home run champ, MVP in 1923, um, first ever two-way player first well most successful two-way player to to ever start it i think you can make an argument now that he's probably not that anymore but he uh he was an absolute beast he's the face of baseball i'm gonna go babe ruth i 
I think I think he still is the best two way. I, he's he's better than Shohei Otani. I think me. if if you faced them off against each other right now, Shohei would win, and not because Babe Ruth is dead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Babe very Ruth, important his, point. Yeah, his fastball slowed down just a bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> almost non-existent actually. And I heard he can't hit the broad side of a barn anymore. <laughs> So sad. So sad to see. He's actually girls. lying in the broadside of a barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's buried under a broadside of a barn. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. sad. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, he, he lived a good life. I don't actually know if that's true, but I'm sure he did. He lived a good life. He lived a good life. Yeah. Babe, All right. Babe Ruth. I like it. I think that's a great pick. Honestly, Jack, your list is so solid. It's really good. <laughs> Thank and you. And it's so going to finish in third. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> That's just because I'm the only one who doesn't vote. Probably <laughs> <laughs> <that's> true. <laughs> um, okay, so I am going to go with, you know what? I'm going to put the first woman on the map, Serena Williams. Yeah, that's a good pick. I wanted that Ooh. one. That's a good pick. Oh. That's I also looked up 50 greatest athletes of all time and none of the three tabs I have open have a woman on there. So <laughs> oh, sexist. That's wow. unbelievable. Well, I guess, I guess I'm just a bit progressive, <laughs> whatever. All right. Yeah. And, and then for on the turn, let's see, this is where it gets a little interesting for me. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Messi. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was Oh my goodness. Brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, dude. That's a good pick. All right. Jack, what water polo star are you gonna go with? Um <laughs> Michelle. Arcola. There's an underwater basket weaving one as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Joyce <laughs> Yeah. Joyce Williams, the greatest speedwalker in Olympic history. <laughs> she was incredible. I'm going to venture into the world of badminton and I'm going to take, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Novak Djokovic, 24 major titles. So I was wondering when a tennis player was going to get selected. Cause I thought I was thinking about tennis. This next <laughs> AP, one. AP Serena Williams is a tennis player. <laughs> I meant like real tennis <laughs> player, like <laughs> male, you know, he was coming. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we're totally getting canceled. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've done Jamaican accents and said that women's sports don't matter. That, yeah. this and I you, sang a song we. saying Muhammad Ali is a, a black, black superman. Superhero. Yeah, true. Well, but that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's it's that's not racist if it's true. You're right. <laughs> I, it's a song. You're singing a song. True. true. Uh, Novak, right. 24 major title wins, 87 titles total. 15 straight title finals reached the finals uh, reached in a season most watched or most most matches won against top 10 players and I was just reading an article that said he finally passed Federer for most majors I believe um, and that being said wait Luke I want to see how you spell Djokovic in the Google Doc <laughs> oh nice right. job very Thank well you. done hey nice Thank you. I was reading an article that was saying the top that of my head there's been an argument between Novak and Federer for a long time. And the fact that Novak took the most recent major, uh, he he has the goat status of men's tennis now. So I, I'm happy with that pick. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. Thank you. Oh, uh, so, guys, I am really struggling with this one <laughs> a lot. I don't, I don't like your spot because. I I know who I would pick if I were you, 
Um, but I don't think you will pick him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let me, ah, oh, this is brutal. Um, I'm going to go with Pele. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good that's pick. A good pick. Cause some people, some people could say Pele is better than Messi. I think they're wrong, but I'll, I, I'd, I'd love to say I have some stats here, but the article <laughs> says only he's widely regarded as one of the greatest football players of all time. Is that a one no? of, uh, this is not, this is not a one of draft. This is a but goat he, draft. He unfortunately <laughs> passed away late in 2022. So that's, you know, too oh, bad. So we'll, uh, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been the greatest. Yeah. I guess yeah. career tragically cut short. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> um, Oh my gosh. And then this next one. Okay. This one's kind of, I'm going to go back. We're going to go back in time, boys. Uh, Pele, I go, Pele wasn't back in time. <laughs> no, even more. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm still deciding who this old athlete is though. So give me just a second. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, oh my gosh. I'm going to go with, oh my gosh, this is hard. <laughs> the oh. anticipation. The suspense is killing me. Okay. I think I, I think there's a right answer. And then I feel like there's an answer that will, there's more answers that will get more votes. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm going to go with. Oh. AP, make a pick. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Jim Thorpe. Oh. oh, that is way back. I thought I would be able to get him with my last pick. That's a good. Pack. And really again, did. let's see. Jim Thorpe. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, he was a two time <laughs> Olympic gold medalist. First team, all pro NFL, 1920s, all decade team. I mean, you guys remember the 1920s all decade team, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, of one course. of the best all decade teams there oh was. Oh, my gosh. Jumping Jim Thorpe. That's what they called him, I hear. You know, he just. So much. Yeah. It's, it's, he's great. Yep. Some would say the greatest of all time. Yeah, some say. So, the greatest Olympian so. of all time? Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> no, things we actually care about, Jack. Football. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. He actually played a professional sport. Actually, I don't know if was NFL even pro back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He did because he had his Olympic medals taken away because he was a professional athlete, which wasn't allowed at the time. I do remember reading that briefly, Mm -hmm. but I forgot about it. Yeah. So he was, he got him back, I think, but he better jump and Jimmy deserves his medals. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, Jack, who, who are you taking with your fifth pick? Oh, it's getting tight. There, uh, we're running out of mm-hmm. we're running out of um, goats. But there are still some goats out there. It's funny because I'm I'm definitely getting deeper and deeper into the world. I'm starting to find out, you know, who the greatest rugby players are of all time. Badminton. Uh, get, <laughs> really finding myself in the deep end of this pool. But I am gonna go with John Bones Jones, greatest UFC fighter <laughs> of all time. John Jones, UFC. Come on, you're kidding, right? Uh, no, I, I, I've heard the name, but I know I've, I can honestly say, I don't know if I've ever watched a UFC fight. That's cause you're a delicate stinging butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Stinging <laughs> butterfly. Also a butterfly that's beating you in these 
contests, John, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's, that is what, a, that's a good point, AP. John Jones yeah. had 11 title yeah. defenses, uh, maintained his title throughout his career. 11? Yeah. Beat uh, that's impressive. Wow. Rampage Jackson, Rashad Evans, Daniel Cormier, some like he's the best lightweight heavy or light heavyweight of all time for sure. And a lot of people make an argument for if he's the greatest UFC fighter of all time. There's also some arguments for for another guy, but I'm going John Jones over the latter. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to take that guy because it'd be weird to. I don't know. Well, whatever. We'll see. John Jones, my next pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that one might hurt you in the polls. I, uh, yeah, am I other than all five of your picks, Jack, I think you're going to do great in the poll. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> but I, you have, again, you got great guys. It's just, I don't think it's a poll winner. Yeah, probably. Not. Um, I, with my fifth pick guys, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about this draft right now. Cause if Gosh, anybody, I'm going Jack and Nicholas. Hmm. That's an excellent pick, and you spelled it wrong, you fool. <laughs> oh, son of a gun! I got Djokovic right. You don't get it if yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> Is that it? No, you still spelled it wrong. Is it's N I C K L A U S. L and oh wait, <laughs> Nick Luce? No, that's yeah. not it. Maybe I'm wrong. I hold on. <laughs> Let's take a look. Jack, Nick. Nicholas is oh, yeah. N-I-C-K-L-A-U-S or something. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you were right. Uh, I, I misspelled that, but misspelling or not, I think that's a great pick. Even you in the third round AP were saying that Nicholas could be better. He's the one who actually holds the most majors. Um, in a different time. All right. Uh, I'm just saying it's uh, he, the competition was not nearly what it is today. Jaeger. Yeah, that's true. It is true, but um, Tiger Woods didn't win him today. He won him against Chris DeMarco, and where mm. is he now? Nobody knows. Nobody okay, knows. that's. I that's mean, it's I not like Tiger say. Woods has ten times more or uh, ten more tour wins than him either. So you know, it's it's fine. But AP, what matters is it is it regular PGA events or majors? Everybody knows it's the majors that matter. That's when real players mm. show up. And Nicholas yeah. showed up more often than Woods. He also yeah, had. I mean, what's what's the insane stat about? Doesn't he hold the most second place in majors? It's wild. Well? I'm actually it's so ridiculous. Nicholas. Okay, let's see. Fifty. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it says majors. Um, Nineteen runner-up finishes in majors for Nicholas, and nine third-place finishes. Like so, he was. What is that? Forty-five times he was in the top three in a major. That's insane. Let's see if I can find uh, how many majors did Jack Nicholas play in. Um, he played in 154 consecutive major championships. So that's not all of them. Some of like his masters and stuff like that, I think afterwards. But so of those 100 consecutive, yeah. yeah, he he was in a quarter of them. He was in the top three. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That's incredible. That's that's ridiculous. So, but did he pumped. change the game like Tiger? No, I don't know. Nope. He, no, Luke, he, did he was not. playing a bunch <laughs> of white argue. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the privilege. It's true. It's, so it's so true. is Tiger. He's the son of a pharmacist. That's like nothing. All right. <laughs> Tiger came from nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Let's bring it back. Sorry. Um, no, no, you're good. You're good. Now, this last pick. <laughs> this, this is all about me. This last pick. Um, okay, I've kind of run out of picks now. Uh, there is one that I have, but I think it's kind of like a jack pick. I truly think he is the greatest. I, I think he's the goat, but I don't think he's going to get votes. But I mean, sixth round, right? <laughs> Throw caution to the wind at this point. Let's go with Tyson Fury. Mm. Who? The Tyson Fury, the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time, and he has never he, lost. Yeah, he's no Muhammad Ali. He's better than Muhammad Ali. Does he have a song? <laughs> yeah, Tyson, Tyson Fury, Fury, the white superhero. <laughs> the white superhero. We love him. <laughs> we love him. <laughs> Tyson Fury, he's going to win all the British votes. That's what I'm going for here. (laughs) I've I've got one British vote that I'm really fighting for, and I think she will vote for me because of Tyson Fury. So. You know, it's funny. On to you, Jack. I think the (laughs) point that you just made is going to actually go in my favor with this list pick. I'm going to go Lewis Hamilton. Oh, that's a good oh, one. that's a that's a really good one. With seven um, world titles, uh, a record shared with only one other guy. He also holds other records as as well as most career wins, most pole positions, most podium finishes, most career points, and most laps led. The greatest Formula One racer hey, of all time. He he is the goat. You know what this is going to do for you? This is going to get you uh, Fabian's place. vote. Tied, tied for, all tied of for our third place finish. He, <laughs> loves, <what> <laughs> he loves Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. No, this is going to give you Fabian's vote. And uh, like in the last draft, AP won with seventy five percent of the votes. That's because we only had four voters, <laughs> and he got three of them. <laughs> so. Right there, you're you're getting 25% of our votes because Fabian's voting for you. I can't believe I got John Jones and Lewis Hamilton. I'm blown away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of the guys on your list is not like the others. And that would be Babe Ruth. Uh, Michael, Michael Phelps and Djokovic. Well, I don't but know like, what you're referencing. Yeah, I'm not the sure. One I don't know, it just seems like... Oh, it's not like, a major sport. Yeah. All that's the other I mean. guys are oh, not major sports. Oh, I gotcha. That is funny, actually. Yeah, that's Jack, interesting. Don't don't immediately jump to race. That's not all Andy thinks. I know. About. I was really I was really trying to break it down. Like <laughs> I'm literally split half and half. Like how can you say that? <laughs> Jack's been counting this whole time. He's like, all right, one for white, like, one okay, for black. I gotta pick for... another black. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's got a huge DEI initiative in his drafting. Oh yeah. Massive. Yes. Yeah. We're smart about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. I feel like somebody's watching. I, I might regret. I might regret this pick. However, I'm going to go with LeBron James. Mm. Ooh, no, that's a good one. That's a good pick. That's, Mr. Irrelevant. That's crazy. (laughs) I think the fact that he the fact that he fell to six proves that Michael Jordan is. I mean, otherwise you guys, otherwise you guys, or you guys are just idiots. No, no, I don't know which one I believe more. I I I can't. I can't take LeBron if I take Michael. True, because then one of them definitely isn't the goat. True. I think it's a really good pick. Um, This is my argument. I'm going to say it's a really, really good sixth pick. But I don't think 
Michael was a good first pick. So I don't know how that wavers. Oh, he, oh, oh, I think I don't, I, I think like, if you just think of goat, like Michael Jordan comes to mind, what, you know what I mean? Mm, uh, not that's the argument though, is I think, I think that's the biggest split between goats that I was trying to stay away from those two. Yeah, you, you, um, it, it is definitely controversial. It's yep. the most controversial one. I yeah, think. for sure. Yeah, no, I think, again, the fact we're even having debate about Michael Jordan being the greatest of all time with LeBron James, and I got him at the sixth or yeah. the 18th pick. I'm yep. pretty happy with that. It's a good pick. Super solid. Super solid. I love it. All right, let's go through uh, all the teams. AP, you've got Tom Brady, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods, Pele, Jim Thorpe, and LeBron James. Jack, you got Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, Babe Ruth, Novak Djokovic, John Bones Jones, and Lewis Hamilton. I've got Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Serena Williams, Lionel Messi, Jack Nicholas, and Tyson Fury. All right, Thoughts. boys. I'm pretty Thoughts split on it. I'm pretty yeah. split, actually. I am. I think. Okay, my my thoughts, Jack. I think you probably picked the most correct team mm-hmm. that will finish last. Thank you, I think Luke. So too. I think you started off strong with the Jordan and Gretzky picks. I don't like the Serena, Serena <laughs> Messi. Yeah, AP. it's just because she. It's not because it's a. You know, she's a great athlete. It's just because she's a woman. Um, and, <laughs> she's a goat. <laughs> she's a goat. Uh, of she's incredible. She's a goat of women's tennis. Yes. Um, which is like I don't love the Fury pick either. Um, mainly just you might be right, but it's also that notoriety that I think I is just missing. I, yeah. I wish I could trade him for Lewis Hamilton because I I think both. Both are true. They're both goats of their sport, but Lewis Hamilton is just so much more widely known and I know he would get more votes. So I would very happily trade Tyson Fury for Hamilton straight up. Jack? Um, I would, you, and I I would think like to I counter probably... that with a John Jones for LeBron James trade. <laughs> oh. oh, no, guys, we got a, we got a three-way trade going here. This, is, this works for everybody. Would you consider swapping a first in next year's draft? <laughs> AP ends yes. up with Tyson yes. Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably have the like I don't know uh maybe most not controversial but like I think it's the biggest name value team and I think that would be good for boats. I think like, Jim Thorpe hurts your name value. Jim that's, no, and that's the one I kind of that's the one I kind of regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like to trade Tyson Fury for Jim Thorpe? Yeah, I'm good. <sighs> okay, it was a f- Fifth, first, sixth, I guess. Also, boys, uh, not to cut this short, but I'm at 6% battery without a charger. And this well, baby's about to about yeah, to die. So. We're only about an hour 45 into this episode. We can probably wrap it up. <laughs> All right, well, go, go on it's, X. Make sure to vote for your favorite team. We should probably close that, right? I also have to urinate like a racehorse. Yes. So, <laughs> okay, c- clo- close it out then. <laughs> we are only going to do the greatest racehorse of all time. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. What do you say? Seabiscuit. <laughs> someone should have said like Seabiscuit or something. Oh, so stupid. Uh, I was thinking somebody was going to pick Floyd Mayweather, but he was on. Honestly, list. I did. There's just a lot. I of, didn't really see it. the other one. I'm yeah. trying to think of like people that like. I'm surprised no one picked um, Bo somebody, Jackson. He was the other guy. I was I thinking. I thought somebody's going to take Bo Jackson. 
we are really bad at closing out shows, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, let's really actually close bad. out. We can talk about this more on next week's episode. Actually, we'll probably have a different draft battle, so this is the last we'll ever talk about this. We are Relegation mm-hmm. Fantasy Football on Apple Podcast and Spotify. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at The Relegation League. We're also on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Relegation FFL. Fantasy League Home is linked in the show description. We're on Yahoo Sports for deeper tracking during the regular season. Send us your questions on Twitter and TikTok. And as always, follow and subscribe for more content. During the offseason, we post on Thursdays and during the regular season, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We'll see you later, relegators.